0: You're listening to Kiama Community Radio.
1: So, today I'm with Andrew Horn. Andrew is the manager of the Soldier On program here in Kiama. So, welcome, Andrew, firstly, to Kiama Community Radio.
2: G'day, and uh, thank you for having me.
1: Okay, so, Andrew, Anzac Day is coming up, and it's a, it's a great day. I really, I really enjoy Anzac Day. I have family that have been in the services, I haven't been. But I really support Anzac Day. But Anzac Day, I think, also comes with some, some memory stuff for ex-servicemen and their families. So you have a, your organisation's called Soldier On. Please tell me about what you guys do.
2: So Soldier On is a, um, a non-for-profit veteran-supporting uh, organisation, and we deliver a wide range of services to the veteran community. And this is to enable the serving and next serving veterans and their families to thrive. The services that we provide are health and wellbeing services, employment support and transition, uh, learning and education programs, and participation and social connections. And that's where where I sort of fall into the picture.
1: Okay, so let's let's break down a couple of those. So, so it, uh, just so happens it hit me. It's help. Yes. So the yeah. Okay. That's correct. So, so you've got a. a, a little calls on there of help. Yep. So the health part, what what do you guys do there?
2: So with the the health part, then we have internal psychologists who can give uh, psychology support. We also have wellbeing services as well, and we can help out with wellbeing programs, both internally and externally. And we can uh, forward our veterans and their families onto external services who can help them out further if, uh, if required. Can we work through these? So... Sure, uh, employment. Um, so, the employment side is we, we have pledge partners with Soldier On. So, they're organisations that sign a pledge with us and they basically provide our veteran community, whether they're on the, the way to transition or whether they have already transitioned out of defence, the opportunities to be part of their organisation. So, these pledge partners are more along the the largest sort of corporate organisations. However, some of them are smaller as well, and we have a few here in Illawarra. And they basically see the benefits of having veterans within their organisation. So a veteran throughout their their life of serving is always trained daily um, with their technical trade, whatever that may be. But along the way, then they pick up a lot of the soft skills, so teamwork, mateship, camaraderie, Veterans are, are very loyal, but they're also very trustworthy as well. So the organisations see the benefits of a veteran within their organisation, and if they can provide, you know, whatever the organisation's after, then why not incorporate them to to be part of their work team?
1: I, I guess a veteran would be very structured too. They'd be they'd be uh, down a path of following process all the time. So so they'd be a great employee.
2: Definitely, and um, and a veteran you know, whether they've served overseas or, or domestically, has an opportunity and and is able to adapt to any sort of situation. So we tend to, you know, be trained in whatever the, the case is, but we can also look outside the box to go, hey, you know, we can adapt whatever we've learned in a different sort of context.
1: OK, so we've covered off two, two of your,
2: uh, your H and your E. Yep. What about L? So the learning and educations. Learning... A veteran is always learning, but while they're serving, then their main focus is whatever, whatever service they're in. So whether that's Navy, Air Force, or Army. Sometimes they don't see what they possess and how to transfer that into the civilian world. So that's where the learning and education sort of comes into play, where soldier on can assist a veteran with transfer of currency of what they've already learned in the defense and transfer that over to civilian. So that could be a range of certificates at TAFE, or it could be diplomas, uni degrees, etc.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think any of us, uh, in whatever role we're in, actually appreciate some of the skills we have. We're too busy doing the job we're doing to really think about, until you get away from the job, some of the other stuff like safety behaviours, or lack thereof sometimes, and, and other such things. So yeah, it's that's, that's pretty important that, um, that uh, people are aware of what skills they do have.
2: Yeah, exactly. And sometimes it takes somebody else to point those out to you. So being a veteran myself, then I only really thought that I was capable of four things when I got out of defence. Yeah, um, being an infantry soldier, then it was obviously shooting. I could walk distances with heavy loads. Yeah, I could dig holes and I could stand guard. And that's all you thought you were good for? That's all that I thought I was good for. So when I when I did get out of defence, the first job that I did was landscaping because I felt that that could sort of replicate the physical side of things. And unfortunately, that fell through. So then my next fallback was being a security guard. And I, I was great at doing both of those. But there was a point there where it was pointed out to me that I had a bit more to possess. So then i sort of further look down the track of other sort of employment. Other
1: avenues. Yeah, yeah other okay. Avenues. That's so interesting. So the P, let's talk about P now.
2: So participation and social connections, that sort of my baby and where I sort of fall into it veterans and their families definitely need to be out and socializing with other like-minded people it's sort of difficult for for a civilian or someone who hasn't served in the defense or possibly the emergency services to understand the impacts that it has on a family member as well as the person that's serving themselves and the participation and social connection is a, a great way to integrate like-minded people and veterans as well as their families to you know for support but also to get them out there to reconnect as a family unit so I hear that veterans
1: can really I know I know my grandfather he went to the First World War I never met him but that's another story he uh, he was killed when he came back to Australia but my family said he never once spoke about the war never and, and I thought wow, he must have been keeping all of that in because you can't unsee what you've seen it must be difficult at times for veterans, well, I guess all the time, for veterans to assimilate back into what we here would call normal life, I guess. Would that be right?
2: Exactly, yeah. And I'd, I had a similar experience with my grandfather who served in the Second World War and he he fought the Japanese. So he found it very difficult to open up about his service and he didn't really want to talk about it. But the only time that we connected on a personal or, or defense or or maybe an army sort of point of view was when I returned back from East Timor and then we got to I, I dragged him out of the house and he put his medals on his on his jacket and we marched in tumbas um and that was the proudest moment that that I can think of of my time with my grandfather because it gave him an opportunity to actually get out and hopefully release some of that some of that trauma that he was actually dealing with and realise that he is a a well-respected person of the community.
1: Isn't that Isn't that incredible?
2: It is. Yeah. I mean,
1: uh, I have so- the utmost respect for anyone that serves, and it doesn't matter if you're serving in the police force, the ambulance force, people that are helping us, protecting us. I guess. But uh, it's interesting that that uh, people don't see that, or we, we mustn't re- we mustn't show our respect enough. Only one day a year, I guess.
2: Yeah, Enzac Day and Remembrance Day, but I yeah. think. Depending on what service you're in and everything else, veterans don't normally try to make themselves known in, in the community and stuff like that. And, and unfortunately, as you mentioned, you might only see them once or twice during the year. And I tend to think of, okay, well, we, we see them during those times, but what are they doing outside of that time? Yeah. And I know that Remembrance Day and Anzac Day are very tough times for veterans and their families, as well as any anniversary of, you know, when they may have lost mates along the way and stuff like that as well. So the whole idea of an organisation like ours is to actually reach out to the veteran community and provide help and support wherever we can.
1: And that's why I'm talking to you today. Anzac Day is coming up. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, there'll, I guess there'll be veterans who struggle through that. And, uh, yeah, so it's, a, it's great work that, that you guys do. I notice also that other people... Get involved now. We're much more open about talking about mental health issues. Mm-hmm. We weren't many years ago. I had a very traumatic experience at work once. I was never debriefed on that. Just get on with work, you know. And and people never spoke about. You were sort of weak if you if you uh, if you showed any weakness, I guess. But uh, now I think we should be more open to to talking about our experiences and as you say, releasing some of that that anxiety or. Or whatever you'd call it, that um, that we we carry with us. So it's a great thing that you guys do.
2: Yeah, thank you. And I I think that um, you know, everyone has gone through some form of trauma, especially with the current environment that we're in. You know, we've had COVID, we've had floods, we've had fires, all those kind of things that are happening, not only locally but also nationally as well, and and everything that is that has happened overseas as well, we mm-hmm. where Australian defence members have served. So times like Anzac Day and, and, and Remembrance Day, especially tough times. But I think as a community, then, then we need to realise, hey, it's okay to put your hand up and say that you're not having a good day. Absolutely. But then hopefully everybody around you goes, okay, yep, no worries. How can we help you? How can we support? Because they may be realising that they're not the only ones that are going through that. Yeah. So breaking down that stigma is, is definitely really important.
1: So Edward, you uh, you've done a walk. Your organisation has promoted a walk. Yes. What a walk! 109 k or 110 k or something.
2: Yeah. So um, that that was part of our March On campaign. So the March On campaign obviously runs through the month of March, and that's to walk the a virtual distance of the Kokoda Track, which is 96 kilometres, and that's to honour the fallen who fell on Kokoda, but also to to a certain degree to I guess, replicate the, the hardship, possibly, of what they endured along the way as well. I know that you can't replicate it, and I know that there's no way that you can understand or or comprehend what any veteran does overseas, especially if you weren't there yourself, but this is just a small token of solder on of, of how we can actually do that. And the whole idea of, of that is to raise awareness as well as some funds for veterans suffering with uh, post-traumatic stress, um, and also veteran suicide. Well, congratulations
1: on doing that. I think it's fabulous what you've done. Is it open to everyone? I mean, I I didn't hear it publicised. Now, I may have just missed something. But um, it'd be great to do sections of it or just come along and show support. So is it open to everyone?
2: It certainly is, and I think this year we had over 4,000 participants nationally. Oh, um, wow. Nationally, yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't realise that.
2: Yeah, okay. so we, it, it is open to everyone. And this year I had a team, and we were called the Red Healers. And we walked from Ramsgate Surf Club uh, down to here to Koyama, which was 103 kilometres. So Botany Bay in yep. Sydney Yep. down to Koyama. Down to Koyama. Oh. Well, um,
1: I suppose it doesn't matter where it's 100 k, but, but golly, that seems like a lot. I've driven that road many times and, wow, I can't imagine walking it, but anyway, yeah.
2: Yeah, so the, that that distance of 103km was in honour of one of our, our fallen patrons and basically the figurehead of, of the March On campaign, who was Sergeant Burt. So Sergeant Burt passed away last year at 103 but throughout his time supporting the campaign, uh, he walked over 500 kilometres himself and he raised over $110,000. Wow. So this is just a small way that we could honour him and now we've started the legacy. So next year and, and all the subsequent years, then we're going to be walking 103 kilometres in honour of Sergeant Burt. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. Yeah. So,
1: Andrew, just finally, as we uh, can we recap? So... The organisation's called Soldier On, yep. you have a, a mantra of help, and you're looking for support as well I guess, so anyone contacts you, they can donate to this organisation or or what, or how does all that work?
2: They certainly can, so we, I mean we're always open for community donations, um, being a non-for-profit organisation and that is definitely fantastic, but also in, you know, in kind gestures as well. So. If there's any businesses out there who provide services, by all means, you know, wherever possible, help a veteran.
1: How many members do you have here in the in the local area?
2: So locally we probably help probably around twenty to thirty. Okay. Um, yeah. but as as we both know, then there's a lot more veterans out there in the community.
1: Oh absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. You know, that's that's fantastic. I mean my family, uh, my, my grandmother was helped by legacy. So yeah. my mum, my grandmother, are legacy recipient. So, yeah, so I'm fully aware of, of the help that's provided to veterans. So, um, yeah, I think, it's, I think it's a tremendous thing. But anyway, cool. thank you for talking to me today, Andrew. Was there anything else you wanted to say before we wrap this up?
2: No, I think we've pretty much covered everything, mate. So, um, okay. yeah, just thank you for the opportunity. And, um, and, yeah, definitely on Anzac Day and any other times during the year, if you know of a veteran, and thank them for their service, along with any any members of the um, emergency services and the frontliners. What well, can I say? Thank you for your service,
1: and uh, if you can pass that on to your members here, I'm sure our community values what you've done for us. So thank you very much.
2: Yeah, thank you.
0: KCR, KaimaCommunityRadio.org. Stands to attention The bugle sounds the ode His medals won so proudly Not a whisper in the crowd He watches as the slow march Of the catapult parade Young servicemen and women Got the wreath's already laid 4.30 in the morning So many years before The crowded boats and disarray Gallipoli and war He still can see their faces Their silence and their fears When he hears the last post played, his eyes they fill with tears. But in the towns and cities, at memorials far and near, they say the words, lest we forget on Anzac Day each year. That's why we should travel on a pill primates, please go let your fingers feel the sands on the beach and Anzac Cove walk code to Vietnam or the western front of France and when you see the men and women of the military shake their hands my brother Stood beside me 100 years had passed We joined so many pilgrims Hoping each war was the last We hadn't been conscripted But a ballot we had won We stood in solemn silence With that battle had begun a service to commemorate the Anzacs and the Turks with the unknown soldier's tomb that lies beneath this hallowed earth. That's why we should travel on a pilgrimage. Please go, let your fingers. Feel the sands on the beach at Anzac Cove Walk a to Vietnam Or the Western Front of France And when you see the men and women Of the military shake their hands Gallipoli was one campaign But there's been so many more I pray one day our children learn The price of all these wars Yes, that's why we should travel On a pilgrimage, please go Let your fingers feel the sands On the beach at Anzac Cove Here at this dawn service Near a tree grown from Lone Pine Lest we forget their sacrifice We will remember them Lest we forget their sacrifice We will remember
1: very appropriate song there. It's called Pilgrimage by another great Kiama-based musician, Kevin Sullivan.
0: You've been listening to Kayama Community Radio. The views, information or opinions expressed during this segment are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of
1: Kayama Community Radio.